I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 149. This week, with an extra episode, we got uh, Mr. Carter Fox from Philadelphia. He is a bassist and electronic musician who I found out about through former guest of the show, Mr. Eli Hunter of the Moon Groove Festival in Pennsylvania. But uh, yeah, Carter and I had a fun conversation about uh, his travels, playing music around the world, and also his recent success on some of his personal releases on Spotify. Um, I featured a song of his called Cosmic Sunrise, which just came out, and you can find it wherever you stream music. And then uh, he also has a new song coming out uh, September 22nd, which will be called Space Island. So if you like this one, you can definitely check that out later on uh, when it does come out. But uh, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting local music, art, and community, and all that stuff. I'll put the links to Carter's uh, music and merch in the episode notes. Um, hopefully you yourself are doing okay as we roll into fall and uh, maybe the weather will start cooling down. Um, big news for the podcast on the horizon is, of course, the next part-time Rockstar Fest in Pennsylvania, which will be September 10th at Phantom Power. Uh, tickets are like 10 bucks, so we're gearing up for that, getting excited. Um, and other personal news and notes, I just got to mention that this particular weekend, um, I'll be in Delaware playing lead guitar with the big layered band, and then Saturday I'll be in Fed Hill, the DK Tavern, playing acoustic, uh, 9 to midnight, and then Sunday out in Frederick at Monocacy Brewing, uh, 2 to 5 p.m., so should be a good time all around. Um, and then after that, just got to mention the last two things, Part-Time Rockstar Productions. Uh, we are making music videos and always looking for people who need them. And uh, the last thing is Truly Strings, the sponsor of the show. Uh, guitar shop out of the EMV. It's where I take all my guitars, and Steven runs it, and uh, is the best dude in town. Without further ado, get to the conversation with Carter. I mean, it's up to you, man. It doesn't matter. So, oh, cool. Um, this works yeah. for me. It looks solid. Um, I just record on my end, so um, you don't really have to like do anything. You know what I mean? 
So, uh, anyway, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Brett. Nice to meet you, uh, digitally, of course. Um, I meant to make it up to, uh, Moonrise, and, like, a last-minute gig came up, so I didn't, didn't quite make it, but it looked like it was a good time, for sure. It was a great time, man, uh, yeah. but also music life, right? I get that. I get that. Yeah, it's, uh, one, one gig was paying and one was not, so I don't know. I definitely tried to, um get out there though for stuff with this podcast and whatever you know just if if i can you know um, well that's that you had eli on though that was a cool yeah that was fun that dude's a, that dude's a trip that dude. yeah yeah I was, I was definitely looking forward to meeting him uh irl but like i said uh might have to wait till next year or something um yeah dude if you can, and if you can get there it was a heck of a lot of fun yeah but it was like 100 degrees that weekend. It seemed like, uh, I don't know, hopefully hopefully everybody was all right. Yeah, I didn't see anybody. I definitely was high. Uh, but they, they had a pool. Uh, they had a lot of water. It seemed like everyone was staying hydrated. Mm. I mean, you know, they, yeah. they were unnaked in, in individuals, so they were as cool as they could be. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I should point out for anyone listening that uh, specific uh, festival was uh, – a naturalist community, so clothing optional, but uh, yeah, no, it looked like a good time, um, I guess, uh, like I said, just kind of welcome on what I call a part-time rock star podcast, I've been playing music in Baltimore, at least originally for like five years maybe, and then just playing cover bands and stuff too. That's awesome, so what was your gig this past, Would you playing a cover band? Uh, uh yeah i picked up like i do a lot of like acoustic sets at bars and stuff and uh it's funny the way music works but like that's always the highest paying thing it seems like you know what i mean oh so, yeah it, cause you pay i feel like they yeah. actually feel like the independent artists local artist gigs right like they actually will pay you money versus hey sell these tickets stop yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do but just uh, that I played a lot, played a lot of those shows myself too. And now that I'm working my day job, I don't do it as much. Just cause, and I'm in grad school too, but like, nice. just don't do it that much because yeah, busy. <laughs> yeah, man. So let's get into your story here. Uh, I guess the most obvious thing to say is uh, you are EDM, you are a DJ, or is that like the wrong well, phrasing? But mainly, I would I would answer I'm a bass player. Okay. Over, usually I'm a bassist uh, and a producer in the electronic world, down tempo, chill hop, you know that lo-fi esque mm. kind of thing. Uh, but really, I got my start in the jazz world. Uh, nice. Fifteen years ago, yeah, playing real book jazz combos. Why, you know, my very first yeah. gig was for a thing at a at a synagogue. You know, kind of where I grew up but it was like a little jazz combo the blueprint jazz quartet you know it was it yeah. was great um and then yeah moved into every style you know i played rock music my first bass teacher for electric bass was billy childs of the band britney fox nice. uh carter fox but you know i was yeah. um before my time but also in the jazz world my mentor and teacher gerald feasley uh, who's you know he played with Joe Zawinul, Weather Report, Grover Washington Jr. He's done you know he's a world-renowned bass player, uh, and like I said, got kind of got into rock, kind of played in all kinds of bands. 
but then kind of worked in the EDM world as a mixing guy, a producer kind of guy, yeah. a recording kind of guy, like did a couple of things with some really big name artists, uh, like at this point, like a decade ago, I'm talking like Skrillex and Flux Pavilion as like a recording engineer and, and stuff for like vocal, vocal cuts for these guys. Um, and then, yeah, I actually spent the last five years touring pretty much the world with a world famous R and B artist named Freddie Jackson. Oh yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of where all that led to. I, was, I met up with a band a de- again, a decade ago, right after college. And then we all grew into that position together. And, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, you're pretty well connected just kind of off the bat then. Um, I guess that translates over to what you do solo. I mean, um, yeah, it's yeah. Like it's been a it's the solo stuff has always just been something that's come out of every aspect of what I've done. I feel like it's that indie artist, that DIY mentality of even when I'm working with other artists. So with Freddie Jackson, who's that, you know, he's had 11 billboard number one hits. I actually helped rebuild his digital brand back in 2014 and on as on okay. MySpace, facebook and not MySpace at this point but on facebook instagram and twitter and all that youtube and all that jazz and you know was the digital guy for that artist and brand i've done that for for other artists and brands over the last you know 15 years uh and really myself testing everything on myself for for that stuff and then yeah just kind of always continuing to make music on my own telling the stories I want to tell, if you will. I'm just like write about video games and space. And I love outer space. Like a lot of the the stuff that the achievements that happen, like the big achievements we've been happy, that's been happening almost every other day. It feels like lately, uh, just because of how technology works, right? Exponential growth, uh, just really inspiring. And, and it motivates me to write my music and, and go out and perform well, which is really a new thing, I got to say. I always thought my music was not going to be live, quote unquote. can put stuff out on the internet. It's yeah. really inexpensive. You know, if you kind of know what you're doing, even if you don't know what you're doing, to get it up on Spotify and Apple and everywhere isn't that difficult or SoundCloud and Bandcamp. No. Uh, then you can, like, market it yourself. Yeah. Play around. But got put out a music, kept pushing you know, kept doing my thing and it's a little blurry, but it's like a Spotify million and a half stream plaque behind me. It's so like, unblur it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's sweet. They even have a million and a half as opposed to <laughs> just a million or 2 million. But, um, and, yeah, cause uh, I was across a million and then I was like, well, by the time I, you know, as an indie artist, you, yeah. can, you can get it yourself. So I was like, yeah, let me stag in 1.5. That's what's up. Yeah, and that's, of course, for the song uh, Eclipse, right? Yeah, yeah. which itself, right. I you know, when I, it, it was funny because I made it for an Instagram post, you know, yeah. I, I initially made like a minute version, posted it, and then a year later, I'm like, I'm going to make a song out of this, nice. and then it was the ninth song released from an album during oh. the time, instead of just putting the album out, just, you know, in yeah. 2019, when I just kept waiting and dropping singles, and in June 2020, yeah, I got picked up by like seven editorial playlists on Spotify and a bunch of different gotcha. blogs, yeah. different things that really helped get, get, yeah. get a lot of, I mean, I, you know, tend to believe you make your own luck as best you can, but like, uh, do you feel like you had any particular connections or did anything, uh, extracurricular wise, like to market it, to get it to those playlists? I uh, mean, did you buy a thousand bot farms who then bought more? 
bot farms or <laughs> like you know. definitely do i do you know over the years over the myriad of years 15 16 years and you mm. see all that different incarnation the myspace yeah. now you know the play bots the facebook follower bots and the, yeah. now the bots and you gotta just and all the different kind of scammers out there yeah. you know, i've I've definitely spent my fair share of money on people for playlists or promotion that yeah. I didn't see nothing from. Or you see like questionable things from me, like, no, like, yeah. can't do that. But uh, I, really, you know, a consistent marketing approach, quote unquote, if you will. Yeah. I, I spent the last, like I said, like three years, I, I switched up my release plan and started dropping a bunch of singles. So that helped with a consistent, yeah. you know, approach being out there gave me something to market and email my quote my email list about and to make ads about in social posts and it gave me more chances to be in front of more music people at like spot for example spotify or yeah apple amazon uh because amazon you can also they have editorial playlists so you got to go in and pitch for them too and of course every time you put it in Right, you get a, yeah. at least you have another chance of being seen when there's sixty thousand new ones, new songs every day. That's just Spotify, but like yeah. every, everywhere. Yeah, it's it's nuts. I mean, I know a lot of my friends are all trying to do it. Uh, it's cool that uh, it worked, man. You got it done. <laughs> it totally can work. My main recommendation, because you know, I don't, I don't have a direct. Like, I can't say I had some. I knew the guy, the the the. Uh, the curator at Spotify who does the electronic stuff didn't know who that was. Don't know. Still haven't met them now at this point because of some things. And now yeah. my distribution, like a good connection, but like, no, that wasn't there. I didn't have really any ends that way or in the scene. It was definitely caught the eye because of all the other releases and a really yeah. good story. Like quote unquote, like if you can, you know, at this point, I, it's hard to tell because there's so many songs with so many things. But if you're true in what you're putting out there and like the genre you're saying it is and the issue between yeah. the culture and then what you're actually, you know, doing in your uh, pitch, like with, you know, what's it about? What inspired it? Then actually, are you going to market a little bit? Maybe some comparable playlists just to make it easier. But also, you know, it's a it's a pitch. You got to kind of yeah. <laughs> I mean, Eclipse was really, you know, I can't remember exactly what it was. I started saving all my pitches after Eclipse because uh, that one worked. So I was like, shit, I don't don't know exactly what I said. But I know I was talking about the fact that the song came out when an astronomical event happened, like the first time in 200 years. So an eclipse happened. Yeah. uh, It was like a solar eclipse happened, a lunar eclipse happened, like something like that. Yeah. And my song came out in the middle of it. So it was like a very timeful and impacting thing. And then all of a sudden I started getting getting all these emails and notifications and people being like, yo man, what's up? Yo, can I play this song, you know, in France or do this in Japan? I'm like, Oh, what? The... Yeah. That's the ninth song. I never thought anyone would hear, but <laughs> yes, like it's awesome, absolutely. Man. Yeah. It's just perseverance. Right. I mean, I'd like yes. to think it, uh, eventually pays off in some department. I don't know exactly what, but, uh, you know, it was the financial one, especially yeah. as it continues for the musician with musical success but you know there's i don't know about you for me it's always you know connecting with people when you play but really playing like just playing yeah. music like if i pick my bass up now and start looping or just even playing around it just feels yeah. that's my thing that's uh, the thing yeah <laughs> no, like i don't know I, I probably play more than most of my friends who play and like in a lot of different capacities you know what i mean just like either solo band cover or original 
you know, you name it. And, like, I'm always a little baffled sometimes by my friends who, like, don't play as much, but, like, kind of either say they do or act like they do or they just, like... And I do give them direct shit to their face about it, of course. Like, <laughs> I don't just, like, talk shit behind their back or something, but I'm just like, you know, you could just get out there and play, right? Like, instead of, like, talking about playing, right? Like, sometimes I just feel like, not a lot of my friends, but definitely a, a few of them. I'm just like, get on the horse, man. You know, like, yeah. you know. You gotta, gotta jump in sometimes. And like, that playing releasing music, too, like. Yeah, because it's, like, easy to get caught up, I guess, in, like, if you are trying to market pretty hardcore or something like that, and you're just, like, start getting focused on that aspect, and it's like, well, dude, I mean, I, I thought we were just trying to play music, man, <laughs> like, I thought, at least that's what I'm trying to do, like, I don't know, I mean, granted, I do this it's, stuff now, too, but, like, that's the end goal, is to just, more, is gigs beget gigs, is kind of the way I look at it, you know, so... Yeah, exactly. It's and it's that as I feel like it's data. It's like a data thing. Like every mm. now we have so much data as artists. If you get lost in, and it's simple, yeah. it's the number of your Spotify count, right? Like your your monthly listeners or something. Yeah. And you know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of it too of of of, of checking it and, and measuring stuff by this and success by streams and you yeah. know to have goals at all and look at stuff that way now and we have all this and there's so much good stuff you can take from this kind of data like if you're getting a bunch of plays you can see where you are getting them and yeah. tour there and play there and cap and you know act row but you get caught up in like you said like okay i'm marketing this did it do okay it didn't do this but like now you know i, yeah. I don't want to do get caught it you know but you really you just the other thing you said perseverance you gotta just yeah, keep I mean, going with it let's stay at it what because that's initially what it is, right? Like, yeah. the success comes, hopefully, right? It, it will, but, like, you'll find some, you'll find the joy from it. Just don't stop doing it. Yeah, man. I'm glad that uh, you reached uh, at least a certain level in the uh, the hierarchy of, I don't know, indie music success. <laughs> I know there's a million la levels to the ladder and, and all that stuff. But that's, I'm uh, glad you, I'm glad same way i always feel like you're there's we're always climbing and doing everything but yeah it's, i feel very grateful thank you i feel very grateful for all the stuff i've been able to do at this point in my life even even though or even as you know part-time rock star like working a full-time day job and doing this other yeah, stuff while, while now it's happening yeah. uh which actually been helpful honestly um well I'll say it's been helpful for financial reasons, right? Because you, you got to yeah. you can invest in your studio or your music or your marketing. Like that's a big thing that I do. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know how to, I, 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 a band I played in or I play in now called Jatan. Shout out to Jatan. Been playing with them for many years. Uh, J U T A U N. If anyone's interested, um, we were involved with a, with a college record label, Drexel's college record label, Mad Dragon, yeah. and I at the time hated what the what the instructor uh, leader guy of the label said. But now I'm like, yeah, that actually is perfectly sensible, and I do the same thing. He says the we gotta think of it like the budget's at zero. We gotta use all the resources available before you go spend money on your marketing firm, before you go spend money on 
yeah. frivolous aspects that you think you want and need, but you don't really need. If you know, vinyl is cool. For example, at the time, like vinyl is cool. <laughs> so it was a long time ago. But it's the same problem. Vinyl takes forever to get. So like your timing to get vinyl when a release happens. Can you sell the vinyl? Can you afford the vinyl? Stuff like that. So yeah, like the budget's at zero, and I still kind of operate like that myself. Where like okay, I produce everything myself, mix, master, you know, and then yeah, marketing costs. But now I really can take all the money I want to utilize and push that from marketing, quote unquote, whatever that involves. If that's digital ads, if that's putting out press release, if that's you know hiring someone yeah. in a social firm or a, a, a marketing firm to also help push out my music. Um, yeah, and I from there, but having the day jobs, oh, the day jobs been helpful for that. It's been literally helpful because when COVID happened, I got my, I, I started working for a company called DIY Media Group in 2019. DIY Media Group is the umbrella company that owns a company called Disc Makers. You're a musician. Uh, have you ever heard of Disc Makers? I don't think I have, or maybe somebody's told oh, me, but man. I don't know. That's, that's just how we're younger, though, so that's how, yeah. how we... Um, this Makers has been, is a 75-year-old company. We make, we make CDs, vinyl, USBs for, for musicians, for independent artists, like the whole... Yeah. Our whole thing. So if you ever get CDs and stuff, they you know, hit us up, and cool cassette USBs. But I bought CDs from them years ago. You know, I've been buying CDs from them my whole music life. Nice. And when you need to mix my skills of marketing and social media opened up to like work there and learn a bunch of stuff. I was like, sure, this is great. Let's see what happens. And then of course, a year after I took the job, I mean, I was touring that whole, like, you know, every other weekend I'm like on the road with Freddie, I'm doing all this stuff while working this full-time job. And then COVID happened, right? The pandemic shut everything down March, 2020. And I wasn't on the road. I wasn't getting any touring income. Yeah. That was like what I was doing regardless and then luckily i had the day job the mm -hmm. manager position uh to continue you know learning and growing and, and surviving and somehow at that time when all that cut off anyway that was when eclipse came out that's when yeah. all the love started happening because everyone was probably listening to chill instrumental beats uh yeah. while we were out early in the pandemic and then yeah just kind of <laughs> kind of moved around from there nice yeah yeah i definitely worked through through it as well uh with just the job but um shit there was something i was gonna say there but i forgot yeah. <laughs> uh, i guess too like i think what yeah. i was just gonna say is like from a of course like practical pragmatic standpoint of course like having the real you know regular job is like basically essential maybe maybe not but then it's also like I've noticed like there is a philosophical element to it too where like for me I've always kind of in a weird backward inverted way enjoyed going to do something I hate but then be able to afford to do something I love and so the thing that I love doesn't become something that I hate <laughs> I don't know it's I don't know if music ever really could but maybe like I don't I haven't really played that game too hard to know like i've never been touring around the world or i've never done anything that uh extensive so i don't know but i was always a little worried I, that maybe i hey, could be one of those like bitter musicians or something and i was just like i don't know if i want to be that way 
I mean, to be honest, if you know what you, you know, how you feel, and that's a great way to feel and be. And yeah, I feel like musicians get bitter because they're either jealous or they're tired, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like tired yeah. is probably number one, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly agree 100%. And I oh. say that as a toured on the road and done that. Yeah. And to be honest, like even with, with Freddie, it's, it, it was it wasn't even like the traditional. It's still a very weekend warrior, yeah. very maybe like a two week run and then a little break and then more runs versus the traditional maybe oh, yeah. six, three months at a time itself kind of touring, which is like again you're, it's exhausting. Like I do know yeah. plenty of plenty of music folks who you know do that, like do yeah. the big tour. I you know I still would. It is harder to say now at my age. I'm only 31, but like no, I think once age, you cross 30, it's a whole or God, the people who do it after 40. Like I mean, I don't know. It's just like I mean, it's a, it, you gotta. It's a whole different lifestyle and and existence and like yeah, the band. So the Freddie band that I was playing with, like I was the youngest one. Yeah. Um, for the five years, and I think now they're the some of them are over 40 and them are close and they've done music stuff their whole lives and and yeah. stuff but like that's something we always talk we, we yeah. also would talk about that touring is definitely that young man's quote the young person's yeah. kind of game mainly just because of the the bs you deal with like yeah you know i tell people tell people the stories all the time where it's like yeah you play a show and again it's the best freaking thing in the world you just got a standing ovation it was you know a thousand people 500 people 20 people well you know depending on what you do twenty thousand people whatever and then you get back to your hotel at 12 31 1 30 whatever's happening and guess what you're up at 3 30 to go catch the plane or yeah. lobby call at four to go to the next spot and and dealing with that and yeah you know that you know it it can be draining and i totally understand the different things with it and you know, I would say I ever hated it. <laughs> I don't yeah. hate it. I, I would love to. Where I will, I want to always make it happen. You just want to make your dreams I, happen. Yeah, that's that's all. Whatever that may be. <laughs> I, I think there's always a, a way to do it with balance too. I mean, I know I used. I used like these to, older. Yeah. What these older like do they is is why with Mr. Yeah. Freddie, who's you know sixty five or a little, he's a, he's an older artist. It's why it wasn't so wankful because it's just like you don't. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, yeah, God bless it. You get that for show. You know, <laughs> I'll, oh, I'll yeah. play one show. You're getting paid more. You don't have to. I mean, that's the other uh, end of it, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I used to work like 24 hour, 36 hour shifts, and once I hit 30, it was just like a whole different <laughs> level of pain. Like yeah. just having to stay up that long, so I don't know. It's just crazy how you can rebound when you're younger. But um, I agree with that. I don't know. Yeah. I try now. Why can't yeah. I stay up tonight? Like <laughs> it's, it's the uh, it's the old telomeres at the end of the DNA strand that uh, start to shrivel. So oh. yeah, allegedly you can take chaga mushrooms to help them. I don't know. That's interesting. Mushroom. Yeah. Not, magical. Uh, yeah. Very magical, for sure. Those are actually sold over the counter, though. Um, that particular strain. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I suppose back to the music. And uh, kind of to 
we didn't actually touch on how you met Eli. If he re- reached out to you, or if you reached, you know, I don't know how that went down. That, or, that's really pretty funny. So there's another artist. Uh, I don't know if you know her or saw her on the list. Uh, Michelle Kachelski. Uh, she's a wonderful vocalist. She plays a lot of instruments, piano, ukulele, guitar, trumpet. Uh, she played in the Tim Cole band uh, at Moon Groove and stuff. And I went to college with her and we played okay. in the jazz group college and funny story in one of her original groups uh we opened up for diplo and bob in college like one yeah. of you know, the big so that was fun but back in march um and she knows eli really she's she met eli okay i think she I somehow i don't know i don't exactly know how she knows eli but that's the <laughs> connection there back yeah. in march, she or like in february she's like hey carter i like your music i i think uh you, you know, have you ever played it live? I'm like, nah, have you, you know, you should. I got this friend of mine who really likes your music. You know, you heard about the, the, the festival last year, I, which I know she played at last year. Yeah. Um, you may be able to play that kind of digs your stuff. Come do this thing. So in March, we played, I played a show, my very first quote unquote show with this music. It was me. It was my collaborator, pianist, uh, keyboardist, uh, Steve Hans and guest damn stargazers on guitar shout out to damn stargazers a cool uh artist as well um yeah. come down and play and that's where i met eli for the first time he came up and he was like i love your music man i'm having you at the festival we're gonna it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be great and then we actually ended up partying you know afterwards uh yeah. you know, hours of the morning at his house you know around because he, he kind of lived around there so wherever his spot was nearby yeah and then yeah so that's how Eli. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, seems like a real, a real champion, a real, uh, <laughs> real stallion. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, that's pretty, pretty extensive uh, for your background, I guess. Um, anything kind of like in the current, uh, current thing, like uh, coming up shows. I guess I should also ask, like, when you play, if you're with. Uh, somebody else or for solo or, or how that works too I have a, a show coming up at the end of the month with Jatan uh, here in Philadelphia at a venue called The Gathering Place on mm. August 27th uh, I will let more people know about any more upcoming shows for me I'm working on doing some more uh, work for that with my solo stuff uh, I do have a brand new song coming out on August 19th called Cosmic Sunrise Sweet. And uh, y'all are first to know, I have another song coming out on uh, September 22nd on the first day of fall called Space Island. Uh, that's a collaboration with my friend Joe Kenton and nice. Ethan Stalford. Right on. Yeah, I mean, if you want, I can even release this uh, conversation on that day. It's up to you, really. Um, but uh, That would be some of the more stuff to share on the socials too Love yeah, yeah. Well, on that day. Or, or the week leading up I mean I'm flexible I don't I don't really doesn't doesn't bother me um you could just send me the, the tune and I can definitely I'll, I'll send you the tune I'll I'll send you do you want an mp3 of it Sounds yeah loud. yeah exactly doesn't matter wave whatever I'll work well, that way you can, that way you can keep it and do whatever you want with it because sweet you share the love nice it's a good song too I did. right on I like it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate your time and coming on and 
um, you know, I tell everybody you're obviously welcome to come back on if uh, you ever, you know, get the itch or feel like you got new tunes or something you want to talk about, big shows, um, stuff like that. I don't get up to Philly, like, a ton. I think I'd play a show up there in the fall, hopefully. And I'm also doing a little music festival in Lancaster. I think I already told you about that. So, but, I don't know. I'm around. So, yeah, if you ever get up to Philly, let me know. I'm going to let you know about the Lancaster show, because, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm supposed to be uh, uh, all around that week in time, so <laughs> not nice. the first show that came up yet this week for that uh, time yeah. frame. Uh, like, try to take a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> And That's then do cool. some work. I have to like the studio down there too, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any uh, sort of like partying uh, things that we didn't get to that maybe uh, you wanted to? Like uh, certain things you want to mention, either people, I don't know, places, friends, frenemies, like whatever. Uh, shout out to Jatan again, my boys in Jatan, yeah. Jamie, uh, Jordan, Mike, and my boy Steve, who plays with me on all my music. Uh, I do have a cool apparel line, though I'm going to turn it, you can't get it, but I do yeah. have uh, some merch uh, you can get at soulfultravelerapparel.com right, uh, cool. or go to music.com and scroll down. It's all, you can find stuff there. Uh, shout out to my mom and dad and my brother because, you know, I got to love the family. Yeah, uh, might, uh, been the might most check in. People. Yeah, right. <laughs> my dad probably will watch this. He watches everything. Uh, you support, they all support. It's great. Uh, even sometimes I'm like, please, please don't. They were not at the festival last week, though. They were like, should we come? Yeah. And honestly, if they, <laughs> what the, what, what they would have thought, but honestly, it was a great time. So if you can yeah. make it there now, uh, definitely was a, was a thing, but just plenty of water and get some, make sure you have <laughs> sunscreen on. That's yeah. recommendations. Yeah. Gotta work on the old ass tan, like, uh, grandma's boy. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but... Yeah, man. Oh. Bro, your ass is tanner than my face. <laughs> Dude, that, honestly, yeah, uh, that's... I was not... Yeah, I was so not tan compared to, like, 98% yeah. of people walking around. And I was just like... I'm like, yeah, I've definitely been inside all summer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I try to run outside and walk outside to get some sun, but, like, still farmer's tan. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Well, next year you're prepared, I guess. Now you know. Yeah, so I'm prepared more ways than one. So. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, let's keep in touch. I may have some questions for you down the line on the marketing standpoint or something like that. Um, I also make a little merch for this uh, for this show, so um, I can certainly send you something. Um, but. Yeah, also, I guess send me your, your link to uh, the one you just mentioned so I can put that into the, uh, you know, into the episode. Dope. Yeah, I'll send you in an email in a sec. I'll send you the Cosmic Sunrise song and the link for Social Traveler Apparel. Nice. And also, I should mention that this is just audio uh, for the actual podcast. I don't do video too often because, you know, I don't feel like doing my makeup and all that. So. Well, I know you never know with people. I was yeah. actually, I rock on the new was it what's today tuesday yesterday morning today tuesday or monday uh tuesday. i think it's tuesday yeah yeah yesterday morning as part of like another segment of something like getting coffee with strangers so yeah that was the opposite make sure like you could yeah good yeah i'm glad it's not on yeah i'm 
quite unkempt myself, to be honest. So. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. I mean, pleasure talking to you. Um, definitely send me that the uh, the song, and I'll get that on here, and I can try to time it even to uh, get it out there for you. Appreciate. It. So. Awesome. Thank you. Hopefully, uh, meet you one day up there in old Philadelphia. A. Yeah, or if I ever come down, because I had, I do have some friends down there in Baltimore. Yeah, uh, man. One, you know, marketer. Also, have you ever heard of like a DJ named Architect? I don't know if Architects. Sounds very Park. familiar. I feel like I follow him on like, you know, Instagram sure. or something. But... He always does like a lot of like dark artwork and, and Star Wars stuff. But like, yeah, gotcha. he's Philly. I, I knew him, so he's in Baltimore. So yeah, if I ever get down there too, I'll try to hit you up. Hell yeah, dude. Well. Hell yeah. Appreciate All right, it, man. man. Have a yeah, good rest of your uh, evening. So, yeah, I want to thank Carter for coming on the show and thank you for listening. The song that you're hearing in the background is called Cosmic Sunrise, and you can definitely check it out wherever you stream music. Um, other than that, have a good week.